What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Pace the Nation. Back again, broadcasting from Studio 1A here in downtown Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Back again for another episode. Alongside me, as always, to my right is Joanna Iruso. Joanna, what's up? Did you know that there is an ugliest color? No, I didn't know there was. There is an ugliest color. Who determines what an, uh, what the ugliest color is? Probably the same people that determine what the color of the year is, but it's 448C. <laughs> okay, so that's like the color code or something. How I don't know how that works. But exactly. Um, and it will now be used on cigarette boxes mm, okay. to dissuade people from smoking. Oh, right on. Okay. Now, where did you find this information? In the New York Times. And why did you bring this information up? Because I thought it was interesting. It's a random. Okay, so that. And was I also what was discourage up. tobacco use, so mm-hmm. I just thought that I would bring that to the table. Mm, okay, yeah, I agree. Tobacco use is no good. I mean, maybe back in the day when nobody realized that cigarettes were killing people, but uh, you know, these days we actually have information. So if you're smoking, if you're smoking and you're running, man, I don't know how you can do it. This is turning into a very serious beginning. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Is it because Dax is well, in here? Well, you know what? I wanted to bring that up. To my left is an empty seat because, unfortunately, William E. Dox is out of town. So we're going to try to soldier through this episode. So everyone's just turned it off. <laughs> I know. It's going to be tough. Um, we're already just two minutes in, and I'm, I, I am concerned about this episode. It's going to be a little shorter today, Joanna. Mm-hmm. Uh, For the first time. First time ever. Um, We're going to have to uh, try to get it done without Docs. Hopefully he can help edit it. I don't know. He's going to be out of town for a while. Of course, we love Docs, and he will be back next week. Unfortunately, he is, or fortunately for him, he's in Vegas for uh, for work. Uh, So you and I will be running the two-man show today, Mm -hmm. or two-man, two-woman show, one-man, (laughs) one-woman show. See, it's just already off the rails already. Uh, but we do have a big show to get to today. We're going to have Sandwich Todd back in studio joining us to talk about his running. I've got a few questions for him as well. I think everyone has a lot of questions for yeah, him. We haven't we haven't talked uh, we haven't talked to Sandwich in, in quite some time. So uh, I'm excited to hear that he's back running, and we'll get some details from him. Hopefully, he's been listening to the show. Do you think he's been listening to the show? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Think I'm a so little either. skeptical. I, I am too. Uh, he he was a big fan and was a, a big part of the show early on. But uh, it's good to have him back in in, in studio here in, in a few moments. Also today, Joanna, I want to talk mm. uh, in the news. Um, we'll we'll go in the news early today, and we'll talk about the Marine Corps Marathon and specifically the packet pickup. This year's packet pickup will be held at National Harbor, uh, and that's caused quite uh, an uproar. Uh, in the running community. It sure has. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, do you have any Uber updates, Navy Yard updates, anything else? Um I don't, but I have a I have a theory that I've been working on. Okay. Let's so hear that theory. My air conditioning has been broken for the mm-hmm. past two weeks. Okay. Um and during this time it got very warm in my house, so it'd be like eighty eight degrees in my house. Right. And um I don't usually buy ice cream, but I just was so desperate to just eat cold things that I bought ice cream okay. for like very like I never buy ice cream. So I right. had this flavor called key lime pie that I was buying and I really liked it, except that what I noticed, so it's let's like 
vanilla or whatever ice cream with graham crackers mixed mm-hmm. into it. The best part of the graham cracker was right in the middle of the pint of ice cream. Hmm. So my theory is that they do this on purpose so that you get to the middle to get the good stuff. And then when you're already in the middle, you're like, I might as well keep going. And right. then you have no more ice cream. So you go and buy more. So are they, is there a graham cracker on the outside that's just not good graham cracker? Well, like most of the graham crackers like concentrated in the middle of the pint. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So you have to like eat half of it to get to the good stuff. Maybe it's just all the ones I bought. Yeah. But I went through a lot of ice cream in the past two weeks. Well, I've never had that type of ice cream. So maybe I'll have to give that a... Uh, that's why I'm, I guess I'm not vibing with you. I've heard of cookies and cream, but not graham crackers and cream. Well, it's key lime pie. Okay. Which has graham cracker crust. Oh, okay. But I found this to gotcha. be true like okay. all types of ice cream, like uh, cookie dough from Ben and Jerry's. Like the mm-hmm. best cookie dough bits are like right in the middle of the pint. They're never floating at the top. Like when you yeah, first open wanna, it. Gotcha. They don't want to give you the good stuff. Uh, right away. They right want away. you to keep going. Yeah, I hear you. Well, hopefully that's going to be like the show. We're not going <laughs> to give Or today's show. We're not giving the good stuff from the beginning. Well, we're definitely not. <laughs> no, we're definitely not. Uh, but no, uh, I... I uh, I'm glad that uh, you had something to, to add because we are a little light on content, but that's because, you know, Docs is out of town. Um, I did go over to his house to, uh, the other day and mm-hmm. take out his trash cans. Oh, that was really so nice of you. I haven't told him that. So, Docs, if you're listening to the show, I took your trash cans out. Do you guys in D.C. have the green trash can that you put in the, the grass clippings, the tree limbs, the branches, all that stuff. Because he had a lot of branches and stuff in one of those trash cans. I hate to break it to you, but I don't have a lawn. Oh, okay, so you don't have one of those. So, Docs, your trash cans are out. All the foliage, Rest branches, easy. and all that stuff out in the front. And hopefully the uh, the guys came and picked them up today and got that stuff out. So I did do what I had promised to do for Docs. I'm sure he is shocked. <laughs> Very, very shocked. This is like normally a job that you pay like the neighborhood kid like $2 to do. Yeah. You, you and would, it's how you teach them responsibility. You would think he would be able to do that too. You no, know no, no. I think that it's great that he gave it to you. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I'm just saying that he would be able to find somebody. He's he's like the guy going and shoveling everybody's lawn or uh, driveway with his snowblower. So you would think that somebody would do him a solid. But maybe Docs felt like he was giving you a valuable opportunity to learn responsibility. So I mentioned from the beginning uh, this, let's call it a controversy about the Marine Corps Marathon. And Joanne, we got to give credit to Docs for bringing up this topic, which I think is a good relevant topic to talk about here on the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, He brought it up to us this week about the Marine Corps Marathon Expo being at National Harbor. And since he'd signed up for the race, he actually got an email from Marine Corps this week saying, hey, if you want us to mail us your packet, we will do so for $30 so you don't have to come to uh, National Harbor to pick it up. How do you feel about that? I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, because National Harbor is not convenient. It's not convenient. Anything. And... So they are, they obviously know that it's not convenient. So they're saying, hey, we'll mail you your packet, but we're going to charge you $30 to do so. On top of the race fee, it just seems too much. Well, full disclosure, Pacers Running does put on the, you know, the GW Parkway Classic race, and we offer that option as well. And it does cost to do it. 
but your packet pickup is not in a totally inconvenient location. You give people multiple options to pick up the packets because the weekend before you can go to any Pacer store, the weekend of you can go to Old Town. So there's re- there's multiple opportunities that are convenient to people to pick up a packet. So it's it's like they're if they're paying twenty five dollars, kind of like they're lazy, so they should True. have to pay for it. No offense. Yeah, this is my opinion. But I agree with the, with this. It is ridiculous to have packet pickup at National Harbor, which is not convenient to anything, and then charge people if they can't get out there. That's true. All right. And this is not a new story. I'm surprised we haven't covered it in the past, but I am stealing this from the Washington Business Journal from October 26th of last year, so right around Marine Corps Marathon. Let me just read Rebecca Cooper's article directly from her article. She said, the Marine Corps Marathon raised... A lot of havoc this week when announced after 10 years of hosting its annual pre-race expo in the district, it would move to National Harbor in Prince George's County next year. The expo is a two-day health and fitness fair that also serves as a location where people pick up their bibs. So people have to go to the expo to pick up their bibs. At least that's the way it's been in the past. Mm -hmm. Uh, Reaction on Twitter from current and former runners started Friday, and it was not good. And I actually have some of those Twitter reactions. Um, Let me just read a couple to you, okay? Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Bad move, no public transportation, no parking, limited car access. Please rethink this decision. Um, I love you, MCM, but no metro is easy, uh, and parking is overpriced equals a bad move. At this point, I'd say bring it back to the armory. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone says, anyone remember the hot chocolate 15K? There we go. Perfect. Um, someone else says, no amount of logistics a- expertise can overcome the lack of infrastructure. Also buying your way past the lottery doesn't seem to support the moniker, the People's Marathon. Will the motto change to always earned unless paid for? Hmm. Ooh. Okay. Um, wow. I'll add my vote to rethink this plan. As a runner that flies in, I depend on the Metro as easy access to the Expo packet pickup. With that in jeopardy, Marine Corps becomes tarnished. All right. Valid. Um, Are you funding an extension to the Green Line to National Harbor? No, I don't think they are. Um, Someone else says, wow, I'm a proud PG County resident and Marine Corps Marathon supporter, but I've been in far smaller races hosted by National Harbor and I just have to say well I hope the Marine Corps legendary organizational expertise can overcome the many logistical hurdles that this site presents a little bit skeptical yeah this one's pretty simple Uh, this is going to be an epic disaster hashtag rumor hot chocolate 15k I mean the 15k is really still a hot topic yeah would uh, there any in favor of No, this? I don't have any. Okay. There's horrible move. Where's the dislike bu- button? Awful. So people are not happy. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, reading this article from the Washington Business Journal, it doesn't sound like Rick Nealis is happy. So why did he move it to National Harbor? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go back to that article from the Washington Business Journal. Again, this is from an article from a, a bit ago, August uh, October 26th of last year from Rebecca Cooper. So Rick Nealis was quoted saying, mainly they moved the expo because of uncertainty. Uncertainty. Yeah, he uh, was reached the day after last year's marathon, uh, which had more than 30,000 finishers. Mm-hmm. And the uncertainty was... 
Uh, the expo location kept, kept changing each year from the DC Armory to the Convention Center. Uh, and both those are under the direction of Events DC. And uh, this next year, the Convention Center had a larger event planned. And so this is quoting Nealis here. From 2005, the future was that we were going to be in the Convention Center. But during that time, we have been bounced back and forth from the Armory to the Convention Center, Nealis said. Now, we should have Nealis on the show. I mean, I, I think, and, and I think he, he will come on the show and, and probably talk about it. I personally think, um, you know, I, I think that he feels probably a little disrespected here mm-hmm. uh, by, it sounds by, like it. by events DC. And he knows, he's a smart guy, mm-hmm. great race director. He knows the logistical challenges of National Harbor. And, and I would say it's going to be at the Gaylord. And, you know, the Gaylord can handle huge events like this. It's mm-hmm. the, 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 actual loca- the actual space is good. But I would say, but it's the location. The location of again, the space. Yeah. Um, you know, and and a lot of people reference the hot chocolate race, and you can read about if you don't remember the hot chocolate race from from 2012. Uh, this is from the Washingtonian, as we do more facts facts on this, this show. This is a very do? news. Doc's got to get back. <laughs> Doc's got to get back in town here. Um, but this is from 2012 uh, from the Washingtonian. Uh, where they de- where they describe some of the uh, events of the hot chocolate race, uh, it suffered a host of problems, leading angry participants to call it a hot chocolate mess. Mm-hmm. Where's Docs with the uh, rim shot there? Runners complained of terrible traffic, delayed start time, uh, poor directions, uh, and you know, flat out, they, they were, it was, it was a huge traffic problem. They were, uh, runners were infuriated that race organizers blamed long lines and delays on the bridge to get into national Harbor Mm -hmm. on a accident that never actually happened. So there was lying. There was, there was some, uh, there was some, some fibbing going on. I think, uh, you, they back then they received multiple reports from WTOP, which made no mention of any accidents. Uh, the Prince George's Police Department said so. It wasn't just accidents, or there wasn't there wasn't an event that caused this trouble of people getting on to National Harbor. Mm-hmm. It was just volume of people. Yep. So we're talking about about ten thousand people doing this hot chocolate race. So now we're going to triple that. So we're going to triple that. Now they have two days. They have Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. but you know when people come, it's going to be Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So Saturday afternoon, it's going to be a total disaster. Mm. I think that was tweeted out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was one of the tweets that that came in. Uh, so I, I don't know what the, I don't know what uh, the, the, the recourse is for, for athletes out there running the Marine Corps Marathon. Um, do you know what other options they're suggesting besides mailing their packet to you for $30? Well, the website does say that they will have shuttles running from designated metro stops, and those designated metro stops have not been announced yet. Mm-hmm. Um, they have also suggested taking a scenic water taxi. Ah, the water taxi. From Old Town Alexandria. Okay. So how do you get to Old Town? Do they? I think they said you got a shuttle there from the metro, and then yeah, you take the trolley from the metro. Yeah, and you know the, the trolley can only fit twenty people. Mm-hmm. So if they're thinking they're going to fit, you know, 
what'd you say? 30,000 fit runners plus probably families going to the expo. Per trolley. Yeah, probably <laughs> not per trolley. Uh, but And uh, it also is just a lot of time. It's a lot of time out of somebody's day and a lot of traveling. And especially for people who are about to do a marathon the next day, they don't need to be on their feet this much. It's too much logistical headache the day before race. All right. So In you, my opinion. You are, I, I agree. So you are the expert on Uber. You are the resident Uber expert yeah. on the show. If I'm going to take an Uber and I'm going to take an Uber X there from DC, where the majority of the runners are from, mm-hmm. what do you say I'm going to pay to get to National Harbor? Well, from downtown DC to Old Town Alexandria, it's typically about a $25 Uber ride. One way. One way. Okay. Um, so to National Harbor, I would bet that it's a little bit more. So hmm. I think you're looking at a $30 Uber ride each way. And then I can't imagine trying to get off the island or the National Harbor. I'm calling it an island because mm-hmm. it basically is an island. I, I can't imagine how many people are going to be waiting for cars or cabs or Ubers there. I mean, it's going to be a great day for Uber and taxis. Yes. Somebody they, somebody will make out with this. If, yeah. they're, if they're smart, the Uber drivers will know that this is happening and they'll make a killing. No doubt. You know what they should do? This is just me selfish. Mm. They should just have pack a pickup at Pacers. <laughs> Are you prepared to handle 30,000 runners? Well, you know, we could, I'll tell you this, we could be prepared to handle 5,000, 10,000. I think you should bring this up to Rick. I think that if okay. people want to go to the expo and visit all the booths and try to get out to National Harbor, they can still do that. But if they just want to get their, their packet, then they should be able to come to a Pacers store and pick up their Marine Corps bib. I think we got, I think we just, we just hatched a brainchild that is incredible. Yeah. We'll talk to Rick. We'll talk to him. We'll have Rick Nealis on the show. He had promised to be on the show. Uh, and he is a very busy guy because he puts on a series of races. So we will ask him about this and the marathon that docs is of course training for. Well, uh, we're all training. We for. are training for it. We just haven't gotten in quite yet, but yeah. we will, but we will. Uh, but I was glad that docs, uh, Brought this up because it is a sticky wicket mm-hmm. uh, situation here that, um, you know, I think a lot of our listeners are, are going to have to kind of make a decision on what they're going to do. Well, you already offered to pick up everybody's packets. I did. So you can pick up people's packets on the, on the uh, website. You are able to pick up others' packets. I think so. you need a copy of their photo ID that's signed. All right. Anybody who listens to the show, you email me your photo ID. I will pick up your packet, and we will hold packet pickup at Pacers. Uh, Pacers running. Uh, let's put it in Clarendon. Okay. Of course. Right, so right in Clarendon. That, so we can broadcast, and then we can hand out packets while we broadcast. I think this story uh, will be continued here. I think that this isn't the end of it, because like you said, Metro is kind of a disaster uh right now as well so it's not going to be good for first-time runners that this is their introduction to the dc area yeah, I, I do feel sorry for first-time runners no doubt but i have confidence in and marine corps and i'm confident they can uh you know figure out a, we're, we got three months to figure out a, a better solution mm-hmm. but but national harbor i mean it's gonna be great i can't wait for the casino everybody <laughs> knows my new year's resolution to gamble more Although I did give Docs a couple bucks to gamble for me in Vegas, and that hasn't gone so well. But uh, that's another story. But, um, you know, I, it's just going to be difficult to get that many people on and off on a two-day expo, where this expo has been three days many mm-hmm. times before. Yeah. So, like I said, to be continued, uh, I think a good d- d- discussion topic. All right, Joanna, we are going to be re- reunited with an old friend. 
Next up, local runner and friend of the show, I'd say. I think friend is, is that fair? Yeah, friend, I'd, friend I'd say friend of the show. Friend of the show. Sandwich Todd's joining us here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. Joanna, now we're excited to be joined by none other than Sandwich Todd. Todd, what's up, man? Oh, the kid is back. The kid. Did he just call himself the kid? He did. Right. He yeah. just gave himself another moniker. How many episodes has it been? Um, good, good, He doesn't even know. Probably around 35. Wow. I mean, I was on, I was on around uh, Marine Corps Marathon. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that's about right. You know, and then I cooked a uh, hundred breakfast sandwiches and sausages for oh, the right. for the Marine Corps yeah. runners. Yeah, that's right. And then you know, and that was it. That's yeah. Then life. you guys just went went blank, went dark. That's oh, your last. We friend. went dark. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I it, blame you. Is there any? Is it any coincidence that uh, Docs is not on the show and you're happen yes. to be on the? Yes, it is a coincidence, or there's no coincidence. Uh, I don't like Docs. No, <laughs> no. I think the feeling's mutual, so that's good. No, that's that's not true at all. Uh, Docs is out of town in, in Las Vegas, so uh, he he sends his he's he's he sends his well wishes. Good, yeah, good. So, um, but I'm black. Happy to, happy to have you on the on the program. It's good to be back. It's good to be back here in the uh, Clarendon store. Yeah. Well, I hear you've been running. So tell us about uh, your re- it, reintroduction into into your training. Well, you know, what was it back in? Um, October, November, I injured myself. Yeah. Couldn't do the uh, .US 12K. Mm. So kind of kind of took the, the, uh, a couple months in the winter off and then uh, came back in the in the spring, and now I'm back with a vengeance. Um, do you have a race that you're targeting? I, I target all races. <laughs> now, you did some Pacers r- running races last year. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's, no, there's no Freedom 4-Miler this year. Right. Right. So I'm going to have to do the um, Crystal City Twilighter. And the Beer Mile? Oh, yeah. I'll be there at the... The Beer Mile. Okay. At, the, at, the beer mi- uh, at the Beer Mile. Yeah. Um, I might put together a crack squad of savvy personnel for that. <laughs> you don't know that. And do, a real, do a relay. Yeah. Well, uh, if, if the listeners don't recall, Sandwich Todd was kind of, you know, he's, he, he's a pretty fit guy, but he's... What, are you trying to say I have a dad bod? <laughs> But he was trying to get into running back in, uh, you know, last last year, trying to run, like you said, the dot US 12K championships. So we were kind of following his training and his progress. And unfortunately, you know, you got injured. So tell us again what your injury was. Right knee. Your right knee. Yeah, okay. right, right knee. And uh, thankfully, uh, just kind of, you know, taking some months off. Um, it feels great now. Good, yeah, good. So, because you were you were doing, I mean, in all seriousness, you were training and doing well and yeah. doing track workouts, doing and, track workouts, doing the doing the runs at the uh, 14th Street Pacers store. Yeah, um, Devar Frank Devar had given you a training Frank, program. Frank Devar had given me some type of training program. Yes, yeah. Um, where he was basically like, "Dude, you just need to run more." Right. So, okay, thanks, Frank. <laughs> um, but you know, I moved. I moved okay. from Logan Circle now up to. Uh, closer to Cardozo High School. Mm-hmm. So okay. now I don't have any option except to run those hills. Okay. So that's good. That's good. So I'm doing my, my hill workouts uh, over there. 
So um, did, were you, did you have to just stop cold turkey because of your knee and not run at all? Yeah, you know, because then there was a couple of times that I'd go out and it was kind of agitated. And, you know, when, when you're feeling good on the run, you don't want to stop. Right. So then you just keep going. And um, then you find out the day after that that was the dumbest idea of all time. <laughs> Too much. Yeah. And so then, you know, it hurts even more. So I just said, you know, the heck with it. I'll just try to do some cross training in the in the meantime. So, how successful were you with the cross training? What kind of stuff did you do? You know, I'd say uh, strong to quite strong. Okay, good. Um, you know, was doing uh, I don't know aerobics. I mean, I don't know aerobics. <laughs> yeah. Like you were in a jazzercise class. I was. I was. We were doing sweating to the eighties. Um, <laughs> on some steps. On some steps. Yeah. Well, uh, it. I did continue to run steps. Good. Okay. So I would either go to uh, National City Church over there in Thomas Circle. Mm-hmm. run those steps um i'd go to the lincoln except uh the crowds were a little uh, too much for you they're yeah, busy here yeah, yeah yeah and uh and they don't actually like you doing that right the it's, park service doesn't like you doing that it's more of a it's more of a stand in front of the lincoln memorial and get your picture taken not, yeah, and put not your hand go- underneath the you know the washington memorial so it looks like it's balancing in your right, hand right a lot of the people typical do that. tourist uh, yeah i like those pictures Belagna. um so um so yeah, so I was doing those steps. Um, I did not get a chance to do uh, the Georgetown steps where they filmed. Um, oh, the Exorcist steps. Yeah, yeah the Exorcist steps. That's uh, a really good workout. They're yeah. very steep steps as well. We used to have to do them for crew. My friend um, Jay Z, not the rapper, right? But other uh, good friend Jennifer. Yeah, um, would take me on some uh, some trails uh, in Rock Creek Park. So we we'd do that and. Uh, uh, those aren't easy when you're climbing up a hill. So when you were injured and doing your jazzercise and your other cross training stuff, did yeah. did you did you find? I mean, you generally are a pretty upbeat, happy guy, but yeah. were you more grumpy, surly? Sandwich yeah, tell us about your mood. Was it tough? There's when a lack you of a running? feeling of accomplishment. Yeah, I feel like when you're not running, because you were into it, man. You were actually, in all yeah. seriousness, you I'm, were I'm getting back into it, into it yeah. Chris. Okay, all right, not jeez, right, Louise. All right. All right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lack of a feeling of accomplishment. I mean, you know, after you run four or five miles yeah. and, you know, you can you can either do some interval training or, or what have you, you build it up, you know, there's that you've, you feel good. I mean, there's there's studies and tests out there. No that, doubt. That show that, um, I mean, even um, even in post-traumatic stress disorder and, and depression, I mean, if you read some of the clinical literature, it always talks about the importance of exercise and uh, if you can run yep. to run. So, um, I mean, that's just one example of, of how, you know, it's, it's really important for, you know, to keep an even keel. Now, I don't have an even keel, so obviously it didn't, it didn't work with me, but but for most but but for 99 percent of yeah. the population it works yeah. no i i have noticed so todd has been recently texting me more frequently mm. seeming more upbeat well you know i got left off the boston uh, podcast well you you did You're yeah pretty sore you know? about that i am you know i live Feeling up, a little salty yeah I, uh, I grew up 60 miles away you know 60 miles away on the salt water um, so yeah, so I was salty. You well, know, you t- guys are like, I mean, oh, you know, I, well, I have to get my lobster shoes, and that was last year. Last year you know, yeah. there's the lobster shoes, and then you guys but, couldn't say Na- Nantucket properly. I mean, it was probably a, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, it was like Nantucket. Yeah, that was probably know? me. I, yeah, that I, was definitely for yeah. guilty over here. Yeah. Um, well, then let's go back to Boston. What do you want to talk about as far as the Boston Marathon? Um, did you or did you not? Well, 
you were complaining about the fact that you couldn't hang with the BU students. Now, I went to Boston College, <laughs> and Marathon Monday, in fact, my brother and sister-in-law got married on Marathon Monday, which wow. is Patriots Day. Right. They are, in fact, Patriots. Um, and um, so it's like a national holiday, mm-hmm. you know? And so the BC kids, I mean, we would just go hog wild. And so um, you're not old. And so um, I guess I'm just kind of a little... Disappointed? Yeah, disappointed. Yeah. That you couldn't hang with the BU students. I am... I'm, like, oh my God, fireball at 9 a.m. This is it was a disaster. Six, it was 6 a.m. Six. A, you know, what's three hours among friends? That's like West Coast versus East Coast. <laughs> right, that is. Actually, you know? But even exactly. 9, 9 a.m. doesn't make it any better. That's still a little too early for me. On Marathon Monday, you go hard, okay? All day? You like, go big or go home, yeah. All right, from a fan's perspective, because yeah. you have not run the marathon. I have not. Yeah, so you've watched the marathon a number of times? Oh, correct? yeah, I mean... Yeah. Probably nine, nine times, nine or ten times. times, Yeah. All right. So you're out there watching the race and you're really getting started at 9 a.m. doing fireball shots. So those are the type of hijinks you're into. No, I mean, we would do more, um, you know, kind of like Keystone Light in college. Okay. You know, I'm with a a 30 rack of that for 19 bucks. Yeah. Uh, So we were doing that. But since I liked to cook, Mm -hmm. I would do all the breakfast sandwiches. You so. do the breakfast sandwiches, drink some beer. Absolutely. Pretty much all day. Bromosas. I was about to mm-hmm. ask about the bromosas. Yeah. I the, was like, those have to be there. The yeah. bromosa is a, um, is, a, is a very clutch tool yeah. because you have vitamin C in the OJ and Keystone Light. So. Yeah, it's, that keeps you going most all of the day. How long yeah. would you guys go for the entire- It's a very interesting question because I'm not sure I remember. <laughs> um, now, uh, it, what was amazing to me, you know, I wasn't a runner in college. Right. Um, I tried cycling for a while. That was that was a lot of fun until you fall like four times mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you say, you know, I don't want to break an elbow. Um, but what was amazing to me is that there was a, a couple of us who would actually try to keep the pace of the number, you know, the, the leader. Mm-hmm. Because BC is right at Heartbreak Hill and then it goes down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... You would try to, it, it, we would try to keep pace. And at the time, I just couldn't fathom it. I mean, those guys are moving so fast and they're sprinting. I mean, it was an all out sprint for me. Right. You they know, truly are. To, to, to keep up with them. And so it was, it was always wild to, to, to see that. And, and then just a few short years later, you decided that you could hold that pace <laughs> for a 12K. That's what he was hoping to do, yes. No, I was doing 445s. I believe those guys were doing 430s. No, they're, they're, they're not. They're not doing that quite that. Okay. They're, doing, they're doing 450s, something like that. Okay, well, for, yeah. I, I can do 445 for seven miles. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were hoping to. Let's, um, let's, be, let's be factual. Uh, I was I was hoping to. We were, we were, we were Frank Devar wants me to cut twenty pounds. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah. He wants me to get down to one seventy. So how tall are you? I'm five eleven. So yeah, on the yeah. BMI scale, I'm 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 technically obese, which <laughs> is a, is a little. Uh, well, you'll get there. You're uh, you're back a little, running. A little depressing. So so back to back to you watching the marathon nine yeah. or ten times. Yeah, yeah. Were you ever inspired by watching these guys running four fifty pace by you and realizing they couldn't you couldn't even keep up with them for a half mile, much less the entire race? Were you inspired and thinking, man, I need to go and run the Boston Marathon sometime? Of course, yeah. I mean, or was I, the party too fun? No, I mean, I it, I remember saying I want to run this before I graduate, mm-hmm. and then every year you say, you know, I got one more year to go, <laughs> and right. then you know you don't 
you're in college. Yeah. You know, something about an 18 mile run yeah. on like a Sunday is, right. is not something that really no, ap- I, I ap- hear appeals you. to you. So, um, yeah, I, it, the, the devastation that that marathon bombing did yeah. to the city, people who don't, who aren't from there, who haven't lived there, don't really understand it. And I don't mean that in a non-deferential way. What I mean is, is that that city for that day is just marathon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the companies let you off work early so that you can go enjoy it. Um, it's like St. Patrick's Day except number two, right? So when that happened, it's it's just it's tragic, you know. And and not to get deep, but I mean there was a there was a guy and his wife who were in my theology program at Boston College. I was a theology major. Um, and uh, he lost a leg. She lost both legs. Wow. And then he ran this year with a blade. Yeah. And um, I know that guy. Pat- wow. Patrick oh, Downs. I, I heard that guy's story. Yeah. That's uh, awesome wow. story. He was he was here in D.C. at Walter Reed. Wow. Uh, where they have probably the best uh, um, PM&R docs in the country mm-hmm. and fit with prosthetics. Um, and he was he was there. He, he and his wife were there. So, um, you know, it's 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 really like. Uh, just a great cap to, you know, an, an otherwise tragic event. But that that is Boston, you know. We're sitting down here with Sandwich Todd. He's from Sandwich, Massachusetts. That's, First town on the Cape. That's why his name is Sandwich Todd. That's Not right. because he's a big sandwich guy. But artist, I did bring snacks. I brought rolled gold yeah. Um, yeah. pretzels, Funyuns, mm-hmm. and sweet chili Doritos. No sandwiches. No sandwiches or no healthy snacks either, but no. that's fine. Hey, we'll take bananas, it. Bananas next time. Well, we, we, we do appreciate any sort of snacks. And we're sitting down with Sandwich Todd, and we're jumping around a bunch of different topics here. Uh, I know recently the power went off at your house. Yes. Yeah, it did. And you had to stay with CEO Kathy Dalby. I stayed with Kathy Dalby. Pacers running CEO Kathy Pacers Dalby. running um, Kathy Dalby. Kathy was not in town. Okay. Uh, pay, uh, Pouncers and Monkey, yeah. where cats were, definitely okay. in town. And Chris Ut was in town. Oh, right on. So, what, she running a halfway house over there? Uh, well, the, yeah, yeah, probably. Um, you know, it's like a hostel. Yeah, seriously. Uh, so, yeah, so my power did go off. Well, how did your power go off? So, so that's the day that I moved. Okay. I moved from Logan Circle up towards uh, closer to Columbia Heights. Okay. And even though I put in a change request for power... It was still off. So it was like 89 degrees outside or something like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so I had no power. That that That's rough. So, okay. So she saves the day and you stay over there. Yep. Uh, so she mentioned to me, like, you know, you didn't bring much, but you brought over a number of meat products. Yes. <laughs> Lots of meat. All of yeah. your valuables, I'm guessing. Yeah, <laughs> like what well, well, he's got, a, he's leaving his house and the first thing he grabs is his, his uh, alligator meat. Yeah, alligator meat was actually w- one of the things that he that he brought. Um, looks like there's some elk in there. Elk. Uh, I have both elk Santa Fe and elk teriyaki. That's correct. Goose oh. salami. Goose salami. I got goose salami. Goose bologna. I have goose summer salami. Moose bologna. Moose bologna. <laughs> moose summer salami. I have moose yodverst and um, smoked moose. Uh, why don't you just go get some chicken and steak? I don't. I don't quite understand. Where, where did you acquire all of this meat? <laughs> all right. So this is this is a very interesting question, right? So I was um, I was up visiting um, 
my uh, baby cousin's graduation from Nazareth College mm-hmm. uh, in Rochester, New York. And uh, shout out to um, to Taylor and uh, Uncle Andy and Big Kate, my aunt. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was up there, and my uncle is a uh, extremely talented and, and avid hunter. Okay. And so um, whenever I go up there, he's always got this meat because he shoots the animal and he harvests the animal. The alligator. He he went on an alligator hunt. Okay. I, I mean, I have I have I have picture evidence of this. Um, so he's been on alligator hunt, moose hunt, mule deer, elk. I mean, you name it, he does it. And so he harvests the entire animal. So when he shot that moose, it was a seventeen hundred pound moose. It was the largest moose in Maine in ten years. Wow. And so he had, you know, probably half a ton of meat that he had, um, that he had uh, made. So you can go to a producer, mm-hmm. and then you know you just fill out the menu of what it is that 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 you want. So I love going up there and having this meat. So he sends me home with all this meat. You know, it's, uh, it's I have like seventy or eighty pounds of of meat. Oh my God. So so when your power goes off, your your freezers are are shot completely off. So your meat frantic. <laughs> I am absolutely frantic because do you, do you have a separate freezer just for the meat? No. Okay. No, nope. everything fits in it fits in my fridge. Mm-hmm. Um and so I was frantic. And uh so I was calling around to everyone. A lot of people were out of town. Mm-hmm. And Kathy said, "I'm out of town." But um I said, "Do you have freezer space?" She said, "What? Yeah, I have freezer space. What why?" I said, "Well, it's it's just really important." And so uh, I drove over there, and, and I filled up a laundry bag full of all the meat. And it took me a while to maneuver and get it in there. And so then um, I, have, I have yet to pick it back up again. But it was crucial that that meat stayed frozen. She sent me, she sent me a picture of her freezer uh, basically saying, what's going on with my life? I've got, um, uh, I've got moose salami and alligator meat in my freezer, and I can't put in, you know, my ice cream because. Give me a break. She had like nine pints of chunky monkey in there. Okay, so <laughs> there was no problem fitting in ice cream. So I, I don't want well, to I mean, back talk out of Kathy Dalby, CEO of, of Pacers Running. Well, I, I just think it's, you know, I mean, it's just a little absurd when you uh, you can't fit in your your normal everyday items because you got a slab of alligator meat and that's your <laughs> that's two pounds of ground alligator actually it's great and chilly how do you so how do you cook this how do you cook this meat up well it depends on your taste buds <laughs> frankly um alligator meat really does go well in 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 chili i won the walter reed uh uh chili cook-off with alligator meat did people know that they were eating alligator meat absolutely they said it was perfection uh, I used pickled jalapenos, uh, red beans, uh, real thick meaty uh, sauce. Put in some um, uh, Magic Hat Stout. Wow! I killed it. I killed it. Well, Sandwich Todd may be back again for next year's edition of the uh, Marine Corps Marathon. Oh no! I, I I will I will be there. You'll you'll be there, and, and God and, willing, I will be there. And 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 he does a lot of the cooking there at the morning party that uh, Kathy puts on. I'm going to be a little leery this next year when I uh, when he hands me a uh, sausage egg and cheese uh, sandwich. Well, what what really bothered me was, is that, you know, I made all these sandwiches, right? 
and Joanna E. Russo comes over. Mm-hmm. And I hand her a sandwich, and she doesn't eat meat. Right. And so she said, no, I don't, I don't want it. Sausage came over. I said, no, I don't want that. It really hurt my feelings. Sausage? I cooked 100 sausages with onions, <laughs> peppers, and, and peppers. They were delicious. There was a lot left over, I have to say. And for all the listeners out there, you know, um, when we're making like the, the sausage, egg, and cheese, or like last year I made pancakes and people were like ordering preferences, like, right. you know, I, I'm, not a, I, I'm not a chef, all right? You're going to get what I give you. Right. But it was, it was really delicious. All right, we're sitting down here with Sandwich Todd. Um, I, 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 this is kind of an abbreviated show, uh, Todd, so I apologize for that. And we're bouncing around all over the place. I want to try to get back to your, to your running. Yeah. So you uh, you you said you're going to do a number of Pacers races. Yep. Uh, what has your training been like the last couple weeks? Tell me uh, tell yeah. me a week's worth of training and you how's know, it going? It, it's it's going really well. So I try to I try to maintain four miles per day. Mm-hmm. Then on the weekends, try to ramp up, you know, 10, 10%, right? So I'm at five and a half uh, for my long run now. Okay, good. Um, so that feels, that feels pretty good. Um, the other days, you know, it's it, when there's probably a lot of runners out there who encounter this, encounter this problem is that when work is so busy that it prevents you, you know, you get home and you're exhausted. Right. And you can't run. Um. Or you, you, you can, but you don't feel like it. Right. You know, what, I, I'm still trying to figure out like this, this trick other than just literally forcing the shoes on and, <laughs> I'll you tell know, you, getting I mean, out there. I mean, it's hard. That's a pretty, I mean, that's a pretty uh, good description of I mean, not all of it. us are the, the, the self-proprietorship of Pacers <laughs> running Chris Farley where he can decide when, I mean, he's the boss, right? Well... <laughs> Well, I, I, I think it's just putting on your shoes and forcing yourself out the door. I think the way you described it, and you know what? The more you can do that, the easier it continues to get to put the shoes on and get out the door. And I truly believe the more you can run, the more you run, the more you can actually physically run. So you just got to continue to keep that consistency up as much as you can, whether you feel good, bad, or otherwise, keep putting on the shoes, yeah. get out the door. Some days are going to be good runs. Some days are going to be bad runs. But the key is consistency. And for you, I mean, if if you can keep that right knee injury-free and just stay consistent with, with what you just described, uh, I think, uh, I don't know if you can get down 20 pounds, but 10 for sure. And you'll be running. Uh, you'll be running well this fall. I haven't weighed one seventy since I was in like eighth grade. So <laughs> and it, that, that that really shouldn't be the goal. I, I mean, mean if you be, look at yeah. Frank Devar, yeah. I mean that kid weighs what like a buck forty soaking wet. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much right. I mean that kid needs to eat some more some more alligator, or elk, <laughs> or moose. All right, that's sandwich, Todd. Uh, we're gonna have to get uh, more frequent updates from you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, you know, the problem was that I was in Colombia, Zambia. And then I was in China for four, okay. four months. All right. So um, all right. So there's a valid excuse. No, I'm joking. I was I was here in DC. <laughs> I know so. your I know your job your job heated up and you know it happens. But. No, I was I was I was here in DC. Um, but yeah, you guys forgot me. No. And uh, well, you're back you know, on our, you're back you, on the radar. You have to give the people what they want. Yeah. And what they want is sandwich top. <laughs> <laughs>
So we'll see Sandwich Todd uh, hopefully June 30th at our next Happy Hour at Blue Jacket. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So. Uh, and I I am going to buy. Uh, I'm not going to put my card down for the uh, for the Happy Hour again. I made that one mistake. You did. Yes, thank um, you. The I am going to buy a hydration system for yeah, Pacers for this, running. For, for the summer run. I went and uh, spotted one out, the Dart. Okay. Oh, the dart. Yeah, that's yeah. a great. That's a great backpack. And um, so I'm looking at that. Uh, apparently, it holds a liter and a half of, of water. Mm-hmm. Um, because I try to run around where there's water. Yeah. Because I I sweat like you wouldn't believe. So I try to run around where there's water. So you know I need to hydrate. But I want to go on some other cooler, you know, kind of more adventurous runs. And so I don't want I I don't want that to limit because I'm paranoid that I'm going to pass out of and die of dehydration. Well, get that dart. You'll be fine, man. I, pro- I promise you that. Uh, I can't wait to spend more money at Pacers. <laughs> All, right. All right. That's Sandwich Todd. Ask him about his running on June 30th at the Happy Hour at Blue Jacket. Uh, he'll be there. Todd, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks again to Sandwich Todd for joining us. Uh, Joanna, we jumped around a lot of different topics. Yeah, but we covered a lot, so it worked out in the end. Yeah, I'm glad we covered the alligator meat, the moose meat, elk, all that stuff. Unique guy, that Sandwich Todd. Come and see him June 30th uh, at uh, Blue Jacket for the next Pace the Nation happy hour. You know, he said he wouldn't throw his card down. Maybe we can (laughs) get him to get a couple drinks for us. All right, Joanna, um, before we close the show, I had a question for you. Um, You know, I'm big on the internet rules and social media rules, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I've seen recently uh, our employees, they make these, you know, I'm back on Facebook. So they make these, a lot of my employees will make these random statements on Facebook Mm -hmm. that are just totally out of the blue, whether it's Frank recommitting himself to uh, yoga or Tara you know, loving the Beatles when she wakes up. And I think what's happening here, and you're you're kind of in this world, I don't really know this, but I think what's happening here is that people are going and logging on to people's computers while they are away from their computer and then posting Facebook updates, posting Twitter updates, <laughs> G-chatting folks. Is that a thing? Um... I'm just going to say that if you walk away from your computer and you leave your email, Facebook, Twitter, if you leave anything open, there's just... It's fair game? It's fair game. You just you can't do that. Okay. Because um, is, this just a, is this just a Pacers thing? No, I don't think it's just a Pacers thing. But it does happen, I think, more in Pacers than probably other places. But Frank really is committing himself to yoga. That was a great post. Oh, so that that was one of them. And then this one yesterday from, I got to get off Facebook. I got to get off Facebook. Uh, from Tara Land, Landy, um, she said, waking up to the Beatles station on Pandora has got to be one of the greatest pleasures we have on this godforsaken earth. And it just doesn't sound like her. Um, I do believe, I, I don't think the godforsaken part does, but it wouldn't surprise me that Tara likes to wake up to the Beatles. She's such a positive, happy person. Well, she did. 
the, the, she did actually respond and said, whoever wrote this, I agree. So <laughs> See? <laughs> I think it must have been somebody. All right. I just wanted to ask you, because I, I, I try to stay on, I have some social media rules and internet rules. I just try to stay on top of it. So I wanted to get your perspective on that. I don't know why I had to do that before we, uh, before we ended the show, but I just had to clear that up. All right. Thank you to our audience for joining us on this abbreviated edition of Pace the Nation. Docs will be back next week. Thanks to Sandwich Todd for joining us. It's good to reconnect with him. Good to talk to Sandwich. Always, always good. Always good. So we have committed to stay in touch and and just continue to see how his running uh continues on sounds like he's doing real well now uh thanks to the intern kelly kelly helped set up this interview with sandwich todd so thank you kelly for all the things you do behind the scenes i want to thank our we've got a temporary intern i want to thank ryan for uh logging the shows for us he's been doing a great job behind the scenes making sure that the uh show log gets up on the internet finally i want to thank you guys for ordering shirts buying shirts they are available Run Pacers backslash podcast. We're selling a number of them. Mm-hmm. You you fit people for shirts today. I did. It's true. So uh, thank you guys, Jessica Rose, for coming in. Daniel and Daniel for buying those shirts. Get them at pace uh, at at Run Pacers backslash podcast. Of course, you could follow us at Pace the Nation on Twitter. We'll be back again next week for an exciting episode for Joanne Russo. And William E. Docks, who is out of town. I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace the Nation. We'll see you next week.